So, Kat, you just recently traversed the world. Do you mind telling us a little bit about that? Okay. Um, well, I decided that college wasn't exactly what I had expected and not really what I was wanting to do. So I decided to take a leave of absence. And Wait, why didn't you dig college? Good question. Um, <laughs> I feel sort of like it wasn't, I wasn't getting out of it what I wanted to because I felt like I had the same mentality as I had in high school, which was sort of to get through it, which isn't really like how I wanted to so feel. What, yeah, was, what was the plan before you uh, decided to just like leave? Um, well, I had originally wanted to take a gap year before I went to college, but my mom sort of wanted me to pursue the beaten path, and I was like, okay, you know, it's easier that way. So I was just going to do four years of college and then go, I don't know, do whatever you're supposed to do after that. <laughs> Nobody really knows. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wasn't looking that far into the future. Yeah. Um, so then I decided like probably around like October that I was going to do something different. So you didn't even finish your semester? I did. I did finish. Um, I just started planning what I was doing. Okay. Um, and my mom said, make sure you get good grades and then just go off and do what you That's feel awesome. right. Yeah, it was sweet. That's really cool. So was it a program that you were involved with or was it just like, no. I'm going to leave? <laughs> you have, like, I'm going to leave and do what I want. Yeah, I had a little bit. Um, not a lot. I had like $3,000. Did you uh, save that through like high school? Or? Yeah, just working. Nice. I was working at a health food store and babysitting and stuff. And like, did you intend to travel with that money or like, did you want to buy a car or something? Um, no, it was going to be for traveling, but I didn't really know when. I was going to sort of save it and then later in life, like travel with it. Later in life didn't like really happen, so. <laughs> so it's October. You got your money, and then. Yes. How did you plan everything out? Like, did you say I'm gonna go stay here? Do you have like family out there? Or? I remember I saw you like in the counseling office one time, and you were telling me about going to like Portugal and staying on a farm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so did you just like go with the farm route? Well, I, yeah. Originally, I was gonna do like work exchange when I got there so that I would have somewhere to stay. Um, and that was like, so I knew what I was doing when I first arrived because I didn't know anybody. Like I said, like I didn't know anybody that was there or anybody that lived there or had been there okay. or anything. So I was going to do work exchange, um, which I did do off and on throughout the trip, but I didn't do it like the whole time. So okay. you go and you buy the ticket. Did you, you were just like, I'm just going to show up somewhere? Mm, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, crazy. I got like one-way ticket kind of thing. Wow. Which was a little scary to have a one-way ticket. How much is the ticket to uh, New Zealand? Like $1,600 one-way okay. ticket. Because I bought it also, January's like uh, the middle of summer there. So it's like the most popular season for people to go. And I bought it like a month before I was going. So, so you left in January? January 6th, yeah. All right. So you buy your ticket and you fly off. Yes. And you have like half of your money basically. Yes. And then what do you do when you get to the airport? You just like, hey, take me to the nearest hotel. <laughs> uh, well, I had I had set up to do work exchange right. when I first arrived with a family. So they picked me up from the airport and I went with them to their house and I stayed there for like two and a half weeks and I was like sort of doing 
childcare, which turned out to be kind of a little difficult because there was, um, like, we were way out in the country and the kids were, like, they didn't really need a nanny, kind of. How long did it take you to adjust to the accents? I sort of picked up an accent, <laughs> like, very, very quickly, I think. So what part of uh, New Zealand did you arrive at? Uh, I flew into Auckland because that's the only international airport, okay. and then took like a puddle jumper to Nelson on the South Island. Sweet. And then the family picked me up, and then. Um, what was the name of the family? The Moynans, and like they weren't even Kiwis. She was Canadian, and he was Irish. Wow. So. That's cool. Yeah, um, but then I decided that I couldn't really stay with them, and then that's when I got like scared because I didn't really know what I was doing. Yeah. And I was like, I need to, like, leave them. But I don't know. I don't have any plans. So then I sort of just hit the road and... How would you get places? You, like, hitchhike? Or just, like, take... Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I took, like, two buses. And <laughs> then crazy. the buses were terrible because, like, you had to get there at a certain time. And if you missed it, you would, like, print out all the sheets. And I was like, okay, this is just... And it's not flexible. Um, so I started hitchhiking. Were you scared at all? Like... The first time I did it, I was super scared. But then a cop picked me up. And I was like, okay, I guess it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then I had I had only good experiences hitchhiking. And I heard some bad stories. Yeah. But, like, if you're smart about it and, like, if the person is sketchy, I would just be like, no thanks. So did you have, like, times where the guy, yeah. some guy came up and he was just, like, a total creep-looking guy? Yeah. You can just tell, like, the way they sort of look at you if they're, like, looking creepy. Right. But also I think oh, that... Oh, you need eyes. <laughs> Yeah, and then sometimes I would like text the license plate number to a friend or something, just in case I don't know what my logic was. Nah, <laughs> didn't really have time because I didn't want to like seem really rude. Did you buy? Did you have reception there, or how did you? I bought a phone when I arrived, okay. like a twenty twenty dollar phone, pay as you go kind yeah. of thing. That's smart. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. So uh, you would just hitchhike to different places. Like, where where did you stay after the family? Um, I stayed at a lot of hostels. You just tell them, hey, hey, peace out, I'm leaving. Yeah, pretty much. And that was really scary for me, too, because I was worried they would be mad. Right. But, uh, yeah, I just said... You put up some really nice pictures. What were what were those experiences like? Like, like rafting and yeah. waterfalls all over yeah, the place? Yeah, it's amazing, because, like, everything is, like, beautiful, amazing things everywhere, and there's not tons of people seeing them so it's like you feel like you're kind of like discovering everything um and waterfalls and beautiful mountains like pretty much wherever you are you can see the ocean or the mountains or both wow which is pretty cool so in the morning you can be skiing in the afternoon swimming kind of thing did you see the land where they filmed the lord of the rings movies i did actually um yeah down in the south island they were doing horse horseback riding tours of the area and then in the north island there's like the hobbiton which you can pay to see. I didn't, though, because it was like $80. But I saw a lot of other people's photos that went, and they looked awesome. So yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was like I was there, kind of. How long until you started like running out of money? It, amazingly fast, actually, really? yes. Um, <laughs> because I stayed with the family for like two and a half weeks, and then I traveled by myself for like a week or two, and then I traveled with some Swedish guys for a week or two, and then I realized I almost had no money left because we were staying at hostels pretty much every night right. and paying for food and stuff. And how, were, how were the living conditions at the hostels? Mm, it varied. Some of them were like really nice and small and homey and stuff. And then other ones, 
where like you had like cockroaches going on, you had like the mattresses this thin. <laughs> yeah, you know, it varied. Were you ever like worried about like, you know, sketchy people at, at those places? I mean, especially just being a girl. I mean, it, it must be a little bit more like, you know. Yeah, no, I, you know, I never really was. I was like really lucky and I think that You most... weren't worried that they were going to like sell you? No, I mean... Traffic you as a sex slave? <laughs> I wasn't, because, like, the, <laughs> the backpackers are all, have, like, this really cool mentality and, like, just help each other out, and you're all, like, in the same boat and have a lot of shared experiences. So it's amazing, and people are really trusting, because you'll be dorming in, like, a 10 or 12-bed dorm sometimes um, with people that you have no idea who they are. They could be staying one night, leaving, you know? But people are leaving their laptops out, leaving their phones out, leaving their wallets out in this big room with all of the community and like it's shocking and did you ever lose anything like anything get stolen or anything? nothing was ever stolen wow. i left a shit ton of things everywhere i was like always leaving like shoes or like stuff in the shower food everything but nothing's ever stolen who was the most interesting person you met on your trip oh my gosh that's that's a shocker. Or some, somebody um, who had, like, a really great moment on your trip. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, I met a really cool English guy who was actually 19 also, which was surprising because there's not that many people 18 and 19, except Germans. There's a ton of 18 and 19-year-old Germans that are, like, taking a gap year. But um, this English guy... That's because their college is paid for, so they don't have to worry about it. Oh, my it. gosh. Don't get me started on the education <laughs> systems in Europe because oh, I, I, I will just I've talk I've studied it extensively. <laughs> I fucking hate education in america but yeah and yeah, go on. they all know too and then they're like oh american mm, sorry <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah and we just like got along super well and um we had like we ended up traveling together for like two weeks and farming together which was really fun um and he was just like awesome and like we went to these really cool volcanic like hot pools that were just they were just awesome man they were like super steam and it was just coming out of the ground and it was just hot water and then there was like this freezing cold uh river and you could have like one foot in like the scalding hot water and then one foot in the freezing river that was awesome um so yeah that was really cool how was the food uh well as a backpacker you basically eat really cheap easily transportable food so like a lot of rice and beans a lot of pasta like what what did you like normally what was, like, the standard of your bag? Like, what were the items you were carrying around? Oh, uh, that's a good question. Um, I had my little containers for food, um, so a couple shirts, a couple pairs of pants, sleeping bag. I had a sleeping pad for a while, but then I lost it. For a while, I had a tent. Um, did you ever have to sleep outside? Uh, yes, I did. Really? Uh-huh. I had one day that was actually Easter weekend, yeah. and I didn't, like, think about it being Easter, because when you're traveling, you're, like, not with it. And I went to this beautiful place on the Banks Peninsula, which is outside Christchurch, which is the city that had all the earthquakes right. a couple of years ago. And um, I had an amazing day, and I hitchhiked with this really cool guy, and then we spent the day together just, like, hiking. And then, like, the evening was coming, and I was like, okay, time to check into a hostel. And then I realized it was Easter. It was either the day before Easter or it was Easter, and there was no accommodation in the entire town. It was a really small town and nothing, like, and usually I would go in the hostels or, like, backpackers, they're called, because it's cheaper. But then I was like, I'd even go in a hotel tonight, and there was nothing. So I slept in this, like, nature park thing, 
And then half the night I was outside, like, and it was okay. I was, like, just looking at the stars, like, enjoying myself, and then it got really cold. And then I had to go inside this, like, little public toilet area. Wow. It wasn't so nice. Not my proudest moment, but it was okay. <laughs> One time, or, like, I went down to U of I for Halloween, and I was staying with Josh. And, like, it, they, for some reason he had the window open in his room, and I didn't have a blanket, so I was, like, freezing. Oh, no. And I had to go to like the public bathroom and I slept in a stall <laughs> like sitting or like laying I like I went in there to take a shit like halfway through the night and then I was like wow it's really warm in here I'm just gonna sit <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, I get that so yeah I know exactly how that feels yeah. this one was pretty nice locally it was like like a nice wood floor it was pretty clean I think it was new did you have a nice view of like the sky up there with like the oh, you were like in the wilderness yeah. Yeah, the it's. Whole Milky Way. Mm-hmm. You can see everything. You can see like the Southern Cross, and I was actually at this one place called Damn, Franz. We don't get to see shit yeah, here. Yeah, it's amazing. And I, it was... I mean, I went out to like Lake Geneva for like a weekend, and I was just like, even there, you could see like so much more than you can see here. Like you can see the Big Dipper or whatever. You can see like mm-hmm. all the constellations here. You look out, and you're lucky if you could see like three, like nice stars, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I imagine the view there was amazing. Yeah, I mean, there's only like four million people in the whole country. Um, which is, there's like three and a half million in Chicago or something yeah. like that. So it's really, there's like so much uh, just wilderness and like it's not populated. So you can pretty much see amazing stars everywhere. Did you just like meet people to go and venture with at the hostels or did you like have a, is there like a website or something where you can find other backpackers? Uh, both. There is a website where you can find others. It's called Gumtree, and it's like, oh, going to this place today. Does anybody want to come, like, share petrol costs? I didn't do that ever, but usually I just met people either hitchhiking or at the hostels. And, like, you know you're not really going to be, like, really good friends with them, but you're like, right. hey, let's do this for the day, and it's awesome. Do, uh, do, most, do most people, like, speak English? Were you able to... Yeah, everyone yeah, spoke English. Pretty much. Us Americans don't know any other languages. Yeah. It's, a lot of people knew like four or five languages. It was yeah, crazy. It's crazy. So, uh, what Especially was like your favorite favorite day or favorite experience of, of the whole trip? Oh, there was like one day where uh, I was with my friend and we hitchhiked up to this peninsula where there was like nobody because it was kind of off season. It was like fall and um, there was just this most a beautiful bay and it was the water was so blue and it was just. There was nobody there, and it was amazing. And then we just hiked, like, around the shoreline, and there were all these caves, like, built into the side of the shore. And there were, like, tidal pools. And, oh, dude, it was amazing. There were just, like, like shitloads of, like, starfish and, like, sea anemones and then these, like, really cool snails and, like, these big shells. Oh, it was so cool. And then we just went into the caves and, like, explored them. And then we camped that night, and then the next morning we went to this beach that was, like, right next to the place we'd been before, and it was the most beautiful beach. It was, like, white sand, fucking gorgeous. Did you do any, like, partying out there? Uh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I did. They actually bartended for, like, two months. Wow. Um, Really? Yeah, I did. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I did my fair share of uh, drinking over in, uh, especially in Australia, because I was in Cairns, which is, like, pretty much a big party town, so... Went out a lot, but wow. less in, less so in New Zealand than Australia, but... So you were in New Zealand? How long were you in New Zealand? Like five five months-ish. 
But you left in February, and you were there until June? I was, it was January to June. Right. So. So you were there for four months, and then you went to Australia? January, February, March, April, May, June. Six months. So how much time did you spend in Australia? Just like a month. Didn't you go to some like Amsterdam? Asian country? No, I was going like, to. I'm going to go there. That's where I'm going in January. Wow. So, so awesome. you're, you're hitting the road again? I think so. If I can save enough money. You should just get a job for the Travel Network. That yeah. would be great. And just tell them that you'll film some stuff for them and then send it back on your adventures. That would I'm be sure excellent. Love that. I would love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just give them a call and I'm sure they'll take me on right oh, away. Yeah, so so how do you travel from uh, New Zealand to Australia? I flew. Do you have enough money saved up? From working there, or? Um, yeah, I, it was amazing. I was actually I bartended for like two months. Did you just like show up at the bar? I was like, hey, can I work here? And... Um, how did I do it? Yeah, I did. I was because I was working at a hostel at the time. Just because this is when I realized that I was running out of money, and I was like, oh shit, I need to get a job. So I showed up at the um, at the bar, and I was like, Are you looking for any staff? And the girl was like, Yeah, we might be. What's your name? And I was like, Cat. And she was like, Write your number down. And then she called me the next day and was like come in for a trial and I came in for the trial and then next Monday I was working full time so that's awesome yeah it was sweet and I had no experience but I learned how to do everything so and it was a blast what kind of music do they uh, listen, do they listen to me like American music? yeah it's pretty much the same as here really? um, they go really into of monsters and men over there when I was there they're from uh, they're Icelandic right yeah yeah cool band yeah and like pop music yeah. Nothing, nothing too awesome. I actually feel like I was kind of in a musical drought when I was traveling, yeah. and then when I came back, I was like, ah, oh, yeah. okay, it's okay again. In Australia, do they worship Russell Crowe? Do they have like mm, good question. Of in the streets? <laughs> Not that I saw, but it might be like kind of an underground. I'm pretty uh, sure thing. he's Australian. Also, Chris Hemsworth, the guy that plays Thor. Oh. Uh-huh. How good looking are the people? That you met throughout your uh, or was it is it like averagely like nines eights or was it just a variety? That's a great question. I don't know. It's weird because you meet so many people right. that you just think everybody's like nice looking. I think. Yeah. I think most people were really nice looking. Like, it seems weird, but looking back, they really were different. Like so many different looks. It's cool. Right. Yeah. I think everybody was nice looking. I don't know. I'm not very, like, into that, though, so. You don't like to judge people based on their looks? Not really. No? No. <laughs> not really my thing. No. That's nice. Well, I mean, I just, like, I just think every like, not, I don't think everybody's nice looking, but I think that, like, oh, if you're like, oh, that person's really nice looking, and other people are like, really? I mean, <laughs> like, yeah, like whatever. certain features that, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I guess, I think if they have, like, an awesome personality, I just, like, don't notice what they look like. Yeah. That sounds really cheesy. What's uh What's the drinking age in New Zealand? It's eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah. What kind of drinks do they do they enjoy out there? Oh, a lot of rum and coke, bourbon and coke, yeah. vodka and soda. So the same thing as here, yeah. basically. Yeah. <clears throat> was there any like cultural mixture that you were introduced to? Drinks. But yeah, nice. like did they drink ram's piss or something? Ah, uh, not really. Pretty much the usual, like. Except, this, I know this isn't alcohol, but they drink tea all the time. 
they're like everywhere you go will always have tea and like if there's like a pausing conversation oh let's have some tea like right. just anytime just like insert tea there and you're like good to go <laughs> what so, about like were there any cultural dishes that stood out mm, food in New Zealand not gonna lie is not that great it's yeah. a lot of like uh, <laughs> roasts bangers and mash kind of thing like it's fish and chips like English food kind of well they are descendants from England wait yes. yeah. I know Australians are yeah there's well the white people there are yeah although there's like the native people in both countries as well do they do they like hate each other the whites and the natives uh they don't hate each other but i think like in new zealand it's the maoris they're called and they're like known for being like having a really good sense of humor and being like kind of wily but then they also get a benefit because um they did like a treaty um when they were trying the europeans were trying to like colonize and everything um, so then the Maoris get a certain amount of money every month and then a lot of them like don't work So then they get the reputation for being lazy and some people like there's racism everywhere, you know, so mm-hmm. They have it there and the same with Australia, although I think it's a little more acute in Australia with I don't know if you know like the Aboriginals They're like they, I mean, I I've heard I've heard of them. Yeah, but I've never like seen or Yeah, I don't know. I didn't have a ton of interaction with yeah. any of them, but they were just sort of like standing around the main square sort of like a lot of them are homeless, I think, and people view them really negatively, which kind of sucks. But. See any, uh, any cool animals? Um, kind of. I mean, I saw, I saw kiwi, which is the native bird of New Zealand, which is, I was really disappointed though, because I was expecting it to look a really certain way, and it totally looked really different than I thought it would, and I saw some cool, a lot of cool bird life, like mountain parrots and cool stuff like that but New Zealand doesn't really have any like small oh I saw an echidna though oh, really? I think that's what somebody told me it was but I have no idea what, what that is just it's kind of like this big apparently it has like a I don't know like a four-pronged penis or something like that <laughs> <laughs> so they say anyways I if I had stayed in New Zealand or Australia longer I probably would have seen like wallabies and right. stuff like that but I was only there for a month just to see the reef and Yeah, it was okay. Which uh, which place do you like better, Australia or New Zealand? Uh, I think it's hard to like say because they're really different trips. Right. Um, I would say I had a better time in New Zealand, but I was there longer, right? much longer and doing different stuff. Like Australia was just more of like a holiday kind of like I just wanted to see the Great Barrier Reef before I came home and hang out on the beach and party it up a little bit. But I'm gonna go back, I think, and see it properly. So then I can tell you. So what kind of jobs, like, when you were working on a farm, what did you, what did you do? Oh, all sorts of stuff, like gardening and animals and a little of everything, you know, maintenance. wasn't always that fascinating, right. like, oh, let's pound in some fence posts, woo! And, like, how much were you getting paid for the jobs you were doing? Um, most of them were just exchange, like, the ones on the farm. Right. They're just, like, a homestay, so you stay and the family feeds you, and it's only for, like, a week or two, usually. Right. Like I stayed at a nature reserve for a while, um, stuff like that. So that would be unpaid. So minimum wage there is like thirteen fifty, which is wow. pretty cool. But isn't aren't like the taxes higher? Like, don't you generally have to pay more for stuff? Um. Yeah. 
Although, it's funny, because when I arrived, I thought everything was so expensive, and then when I got back here, I thought everything was so expensive. So I think it's probably about the same, because also there's, like, Conversion Night in New Zealand as well. And stuff, like, food seems more expensive when you get there, but then it's by, like, the kilo, so it's, like, different. One time I went to Canada, and I looked at their gas prices, and I, I saw that it was 99 cents yeah, and you're like, oh, for a liter. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, Canada yeah. is perfect. <laughs> And then someone informed me that that was well, in liters. Like that much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's about the same then. Yeah. So, uh, you planning on going back? Yes, I think so. What do you, I mean, what do you want to visit? Uh, well, I'd like to go back to New Zealand, to the North Island, just to see a couple of things I didn't get to see because the weather got kind of shitty um, and rainy and like misty and it's not as nice. So I'd like to go back, see a couple of things. I might see the Hobbiton when I go back, actually, because I do want to do that. Um, and then I want to go back to Australia, probably work for a little bartend again, I think, and then make like buy a car and just make a circle um, around Australia. With Would you ever people. live there? Uh, I don't know. I really love Chicago. <laughs> like I've seen a lot of places, but it's a fucking awesome city. So I don't think I don't think I would move there. You know, I haven't been to many places, but all of the places that I've been to, <clears throat> I just want to move there. Really? Like, I I love it here, don't get me wrong, but, like, I went to Spain, and we went to this beach town there, and it was just, like, utter bliss. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, I have never been so relaxed in my life, and, like, I, I feel like... That's what New Zealand and Australia would be like. Just, like, mm. small town living. Like, a lot of people just are there to relax, basically. Like, yeah. it's just not as hectic. You oh, know? yeah, they know like, how to relax. Like, here, it's just fast-paced. Like, you have yeah. to constantly be going all the time. Yeah. And then, I don't know. That's definitely true. They, like, sort of make fun of us a tiny bit about not knowing how to relax. But I also feel that way about L.A. And that place is hectic as... Like, it's way more hectic than Chicago. Like, you'd like to live in LA? I would love to live there. Really? Oh, well, I guess for your your interests, it would fit. <laughs> I pretty much have to live there, actually. I'm thinking about transferring to USC after this year. Or, like, I'm going to apply Wait. if they accept me, then. USC? Okay, I said UIC. I was like, wow, this <laughs> big transfer you're doing there. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, AFI. Hmm. So, like, what, what advice would you give to anybody that, like, wants to travel and do basically the same thing you did? I would say just do it. Like, so many people put obstacles in front of themselves and say, oh, I can't do it because of the money or because I don't know what I'm doing or because I need to be doing something else. But I would say just it's not as hard as it sounds and what you get out of it. It sounds like so you good. just winged it for most of oh, the yeah. trip. <laughs> That's what I'm all about. <laughs> Planning is not my strong suit. Like, and I think that's the best way because you get surprised and you don't have too many expectations. Just everything is a good result. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I figured that out over the last year. Like, I may not know what I'm doing, but I feel like everything will work itself out in the long run. Like, I'm still going to be alive, hopefully, even if I do something wrong. So. We would hope so, yeah. yeah. Today I got locked out of my house and I was like thinking of ways that I could get in and 
above my door there's like this I don't I don't know what it would be called but it's like <laughs> something that protects you from the rain like if you're sitting on the porch or something like an awning yeah yeah like okay. a cheap aluminum awning. <laughs> okay and so I jumped up on like the railing of my porch and I was about to jump onto the awning so that I could climb onto my roof so that I can kick in my window and just get in through there and I realized at that moment that I could have probably died if I had done that because it definitely can't support like 180 pounds so I don't know I don't know why I was talking about that just weird yeah. like, but you decided not to do it yeah no I didn't I would say that's a good choice cool well, on that tale, <laughs> we should. Uh... <laughs> it was so random. I was, like just the idea of death, though. Like if I if I had fallen, I would have died, without a doubt. So. Well, I'm glad you didn't die, Frank. Yeah. <laughs> Good to see you. I did have to wait for my dad to come home though, and it took so long. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Well, thank you. Sure. For, uh, telling us about your uh, your trip. Oh, my pleasure. This concludes our broadcast day. Good night and God bless America.